1: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
2: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of like sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place
4: It is the I couple. I'm Chrissy's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. All right, it is a TV theme song Thursday in Teicher's Tower of Trivia In the third hour of the show, we're going to go to the NFL. We've been with the NFL talking about the Rooney Rule, but now we're going to talk about a little bit of coaching because Michael Vick, great former quarterback, made a a strong statement on Tyreek Hill's podcast called It Needed to Be Said concerning who he thinks may be the greatest coach in NFL history. Here's Michael Vick. I was actually thinking this year like after Andy won the Super Bowl he he only got two but he went to like four or five NFC championship games every year y'all was in the NFC your AFC championship game or he was in the NFC championship game where he was close he might be the one of the the, the greatest coach of all time bro seriously, you don't have bro. to win championships to be considered you know I understand Belichick and Brady and that, that whole dynamic but coach did it in Philly and then he did it in KC and he doing it in KC. You no, know I'm saying you I'm always shout out coach. Like I love I love that man to death like for real literally I do anything for him.
0: All right, Rob, your thoughts? Yeah, I'll turn the podcast off. How about that? I wouldn't listen to that. I mean, where where where's the pushback? He did it in well, Philly. he made I don't know if he He, he back did back it or not. in Philly. That's why he got fired in Philly cuz he did it in Philly cuz they went four times in a row and lost. Come on. I mean, Andy Reid is a great coach. He's won two championships, Chris. He's had a lot of success. But he's also had a lot of failure at one time. I mean, he really did until recently when Patrick Mahomes showed up. Let's just be honest. To call him the greatest coach, I, I just I, – there, there's a lot of warts there as well along the way. And that's not to mean that uh, – we talked about it before – if Andy Reid had never won, there's no way you would be talking about, well, he went four times in a row in Philadelphia, and he went four times in a row, uh, four, three out of four in, uh, in uh, Kansas City. Right. It's about winning. And, I, that, and that's a, that doesn't mean he's not in a conversation about being one of the greatest coaches. I just have a hard time when you think about what he did in Philly and the disappointment there. That was when Andy Reid, and even if he, when he first came to Kansas City, Chris, go look, Andy Reid, Rob G, if you can look up for me, he lost like three or four home games where they had good teams. Before Patrick Mahomes showed up, they used to lose at home in big games. I mean, there was a there was a pattern of it. So I, I, I is it is it Andy Reid or is it Patrick Mahomes? I, I'm asking. Look, I, and and I mean. Michael Vick
4: obviously is can share his opinion. Of course. I didn't say of course. But I, I don't there is let's put it this way. There's no way right now to me you can say Andy Reid is the greatest coach in NFL history. Right now. I I what I'd like to discuss, I I, I just think that's clear. Belichick's got six Super Bowls. He's got two. A lot of coaches got two. A lot have four. Chuck Knoll. How many's Bill Walsh got?
0: You he know. got at least three. Yeah. So, Which is so, more than Andy Reid. And he's the one who invented the West Coast offense. You right. could give, I could go on and so on I, and on. I mean, what I will
4: say, though, is this, Rob. If we are, if, say, for argument's sake, you're considering Belichick to go, I actually think Andy Reid. I think he could catch Belichick and surpass him and one day be recognized as the GOAT. I don't think he, he, there's no way he is now. And I'm not even going to say, like I said about Shohei Otani that he's the best we've ever seen. Obviously, Otani has to do it. I said that about Patrick Mahomes too. But you can't call them GOATs right now. They've got a long list of accomplishments they still have to reach. But Andy Reid, I think he could accomplish enough, Rob, going forward where he could be considered the GOAT. And here's what I mean. He's 65 years old. Let's just say he coaches another eight years. Is it possible? I mean, like, realistically possible. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's possible that he wins three more Super Bowls? No. I doubt really? That. Yep. They've been to what? How many? Three of the last four. I know. And he's won two in the last four years. Patrick Mahomes ain't close to being
0: old. Yeah, but but the uh, other quarterbacks around in the AFC, I I, I know you could take a Nobody's look. Nobody's as good as him. Uh, that's fine. But but you could look at it and think that it's automatic. No, it I'm wasn't, not it wasn't saying that. I, I I'm, saying I'm just it's saying possible. I don't I don't I don't think it is. I think. Well, that, let me, let me make I think my that, case. Okay, go ahead. Sir.
4: Okay, I'll make my case. I think it's very possible for Patrick Mahomes to win three more Super Bowls and with Andy Reid as his coach. So if you get to the point where Reid has five and obviously Belichick has six and then you look at their accomplishment, both of them will have won it with a great all-time quarterback. Tom Brady for Belichick, uh, Patrick Mahomes for Reid. But if you look at what they did without that great quarterback, Andy Reid has been way better than Bill Belichick without Brady or Mahomes. Andy Reid coached 19 years without Patrick Mahomes and made the playoffs 13 years. Had a 60% winning percentage. Bill Belichick's coached 10 years without Tom Brady and made the playoffs twice and his winning percentage is below 500. So I'm saying if now if I, no way I'd argue that now. But if he can continue to win Super Bowls with who I think is the best quarterback we've ever seen, I think he's got a chance. Then I think one day he could be viewed as the GOAT, but you can't say that right now.
0: Yeah, I just I think it's hyperbole. I get it if you if you believe that, that's fine. I I think that as you go on, you always think things are going to continue as is. It was just 2 years ago they lost at home to uh single single winner. No, I know year. that to Cincinnati. They lost at home in the game they led big at, at the first half and they lost that game. So there are games where you start to see and Cincinnati's not going anywhere. There are other teams in the AFC. Maybe one day the Chargers finally get it together. There's there's a lot of good teams and a lot of good young quarterbacks. And I think it gets harder and harder as you go along. Uh it's just so hard. That's what makes what the Patriots did, I got issues with Bill Belichick and the cheating. So you know I'm not a just right. sitting here giving Bill Belichick all the love in the world. If you're gonna do talk about his career, that has to be included. Okay, right. that that's just me. I'm gonna include everything, and I'm gonna include Andy Reid's struggles. If he never like like the idea that uh, he's on the podcast and he's talking to Tyree Kill, who played there and won with, uh, of course, there's nothing but love going on there. You know what I mean? So. I, I just think but I, I mean, take it with a great of salt. Yeah, that, I mean,
4: it, it, certainly when we talk about Belichick, we can talk about struggles as well. I, in fact, can you find a coach who hasn't had some struggles? You know, I, I'm just saying, I mean. Vince Lombardi? He, Alex Smith, Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb all played their best football under Andy Reid. I mean, like, again, his record without – without. Uh, I, I hear Rob G feeding you information.
0: Rob G, say it with your chest. Get on the mic. No, we – no, 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 no. <laughs> Rob G, don't get on the mic. And, have nah, and, you got something to say. No, 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 no. He's a producer. He's doing his job, okay? He gets I on asked him, the mic I at times. But I asked him for something. He can look it All up right, for me during the share. show. share. Okay? Do share. Yeah, he has top five uh, picks as far as quarterbacks. It's not like he's had – uh, one of the mill quarterbacks, and he turned them into something. All those guys are top five. What? Did they, who'd they play their best football with? No, but they're, they're top five. I'm just asked That
4: means nothing. Yes, it does. Baker Mayfield was a top five. Sam Darnold was a top five. Yeah, but that Zach doesn't— Wilson was a top five. But it also Are means, you serious? Yes. DeMarcus
0: Russell, do I need to keep going on you and on? You can keep going on, but it doesn't mean that they didn't have any talent. It doesn't mean that but those other mean systems— not that they did. But it doesn't mean that those other systems were good. And that's a, You're going to give Andy Reid all the credit for Donovan McNabb that he couldn't play if it wasn't for no, Andy Reid? What, what did I Stop say, it. Rob? I said he's played his best
5: football.
4: Yeah, foot- but, but it's funny. But of
0: didn't their best football. But they couldn't for play Andy Reid. They didn't play their best football in the biggest games of the year. That's the problem. And Andy Reid well, was that, the coach. That, that might be on Why them? is that? Oh, it's on them when it's the big game, not no, Andy Reid. I'm saying okay. it
4: might be. What I'm saying, I'm not saying Andy Reid didn't have failures. I'm
0: just saying Bill Belichick had failures, too? How did Andy Reid get fired say, in Philadelphia if, say, if he's so great? Why, how, why'd they run him out of Philadelphia? He went to four straight NFC Championship So you're saying game. Andy Reid's not a great I coach? I didn't say that. I'm asking yeah, you, you why'd they you fire him. Why? I'm asking you. I, I don't why know. did they fire him? him? You tell me. I'm you asking know. you. You're telling me that he was great with it. He with, was great. All right, but why How did many they fire NFC him?
4: Championship because they wanted to win the Super okay, Bowl. Okay, there
0: you go. And he couldn't get him over the hump. So how's he sudden, been now? All right, How's but I'm talking now? about Philadelphia. I'm asking you, he's so great. Okay, why they, did he was Bill so great. get fired in Cleveland? They didn't have a
4: team there. That wasn't oh, a good oh, organization. Oh, he didn't have a team. They, they had didn't Bernie win a Kostar. championship since Jim since Jim Brown was
0: a quarterback. I mean, that running was a lot closer
4: it. to Jim Brown. Stop. That was a lot. That was thirty years ago. I mean, if you want to play the fired card, Belichick got fired too. So
0: that that doesn't disqualify you. Bill Belichick didn't get fired cuz he went to four straight NFC championship games. There's something Chris. I would rather That's different. Uh, that tells you that you're the problem. They thought that Andy Reid was the problem. Who gets rid of a coach that gets you to four straight NFC championship games? They said, this is done. Andy, we can't get us over the hump. No matter what the regular season numbers are, no matter what we did during the regular season, Andy, pack your bags and get out. That's what they said. I've heard you
4: say some crazy stuff before. That might have been the craziest. That Let me finish. I, I listen to that nonsense. I would rather get fired for having gone to four straight championship games than to get fired for having missed the playoffs four out of five times. Oh, they thought Andy Reid was the problem. Cleveland didn't think Belichick was the problem? At least Reid got him close. Belichick couldn't even get him in the tournament.
0: Is this horseshoe? or football? I can't believe you
4: actually said Rob G, that. Rob, is this
0: football or, or horseshoes? I would clothes? rather be fired. What does that mean? I would rather be horseshoes? fired. We played horseshoes and he got close. They got close. You know how many quality coaches? Is unbelievable! It don't even mean anything. Said. If he was that it great, he would still, he would still be in Philadelphia. He'd be an all-time great who would still be in Philadelphia. Know, so is he great or not? Because you, you keep going back and forth. I'm not going back and forth. Yeah, all you I'm, are. You all said I'm if telling he was you, that great. All mean, he would have never got great. fired. He would have or never is, got fired. He's he, why, now great now because Patrick Mahomes is there. Is Belichick great? Bill Bill Belichick? Yeah, according to NFL well, standards. why did he get fired? He was on a bad, with a bag organization without good players. The, oh, be, that
4: same organization Philly, that had been a. A a a contender for years there was in no the AFC. Please. Really? With Bernie Kosar in the late eighties. How many playoff games did they win? Chris, McG- in the late eighties. LA?
0: How many playoff games did they win?
4: Did you watch I'm football in you. the nineteen? No. I,
0: did you cover it? I actually covered. Okay. Football. Then you should. Know. I was there. What? Unlike you, I wasn't on oh, my really? couch. Do I you want I wasn't oh, on my couch. I was there. I covered the Jets uh, uh, Browns playoff game. I oh. was there in the 80s. <laughs> you were at home with a okay. popsicle I, watching the game.
4: First of all, don't talk to me like that. Because that's no different than a player
0: saying, you never played. You weren't you there. That's all I'm telling you. No, don't what, act like a, next time you were there. Next time I'm No, a player. don't tell me about no player. I'm just telling you, I covered the NFL this since is 1987. You, you don't let anybody
4: else talk. talk you yell. Talk, talk, well, talk. Okay, then be quiet. Let me talk. I just said to you do you weren't the browns a a contender perennially in the late 80s and you said no but yet you told me you were there covering it you wasn't covering it that good if you don't realize that the Browns were there.
0: Going to one playoff game, don't make them know always That's the game I went it, to. Oh, how many okay, AFC okay, championship games did the they go years. to, Chris? What I mean, you didn't how many AFC years. championship games did they go to in I that time? I didn't say championship oh, yeah. games, oh, okay. I said
4: playoff games. Right. I said playoff games. And next time a player says to you, you didn't play, then you be quiet and you take your medicine cuz i could say to you you ain't played jack at least i played in high school
0: Chris, at least i played in college you still talking about that high yeah, school I'm football yeah i'm talking about it like because that you're makes coming you some up- that like makes you, you something, something special. Because you, you know older than me When you play in Cause when you. Because you, older when you than me. every there's, Cause there's, you a thousand, 60. there's a thousand kids who played high school football. Now, you were one of them. And, and no, we didn't you have a football team. We didn't have you a football team. Oh, wow. And, 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 what and you, kind of you stick you your chest to? out like that did y'all means something. Have a basketball did you team? make the NFL? I played high school football in Iowa with all white kids. Oh, yeah. I was great. I played in Cleveland too. Yeah, okay. With some black kids. That that don't mean nothing all to me. Right. That's great. It means more I'm than you played. sitting on the no, sidelines, You still, writing? You still talking it about it. you with you, your pom-poms. You 55 years old talking about high school no, football. I, Shame talking- on you. Shame on you like you did something special. Rob G played high school football. He's never mentioned it because it don't matter to him. A lot of kids played it. You sticking your chest out like you made the NFL. Stop it. All I'm saying is, is
4: that's the equivalent of you talking about, I've been covering the NFL since 1987. That just means you are older than me. I covered the NFL and the NBA too. And Major League Baseball too. You just did it earlier because you're older. And I've never bragged like I could have made the NFL. Never. All I said is I went further than you. Since you want to bring up resumes and credentials, Mr. Baseball, did you even play baseball past junior high? At least I did that. So if you want to start measuring resumes, bring it on. It's the I couple, Fox Sports Radio.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events.
4: All right, we are live from the Tire rack.com studios brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. It is hot up in here on The Odd Couple. Coming off an epic, epic argument. That's what we do. That's why we The Odd Couple. But your turn away at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Andy Reid, we know he's not the best coach now. Is it possible he could become that one day? I say yes, Rob says no, what say you?
0: John in uh, Massachusetts, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, John?
7: What's up, guys? Love the passion, love your chemistry. I'm going to have to be Murray the cop right from the Odd Couple. That's I'm right. I'm going to have to come very, in to nice. try to settle this dispute. Uh, first of all, the Cleveland Browns with the three AFC Championship games in a four-year period in the late 80s, and then Ooh. two years later, Belichick came in and kind of ruined things, and he picked the players. He was in charge of the whole operation. As far as Andy Reid, he went to four straight NFC Championship games, 01-04, win again in 08, didn't get fired until 2012. But I'll leave those two guys out of the conversation. In my opinion, Paul Brown is the greatest coach in the history of the league. He invented the modern game. Also, Vince Lombardi never lost. But of the modern coaches, I think we always forget, I know you guys have brought him up many times, Joe Gibbs won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks, yep. none of which are yep. even remotely close to being Hall of Famers. So I think when we talk about Bill Walsh and Belichick and Andy Reid and Parcells and all these great coaches, Chuck noll for some reason Joe Gibbs is always left out. He has to be in the conversation. You know what? Guys, I, that's a good call. Great call. And I'm
0: going to tell you why Joe Gibbs gets left out. Because of that three different quarterbacks. And then he quit, you know, like he left premature. And I think that's right. why people, I, I I don't remember the exact years, like, but he left early. And I, I don't, I think people just didn't him. do it as long. Yeah. People yeah. didn't. Yeah. People yep. didn't, I don't know how many years he actually coached. They have to look. Cause he came back I'm looking it up now. He came back, but I think him leaving prematurely kind of changed the way people looked at him. Um, yeah, I mean he coached sixteen years. How many years before he got out? I thought he, was uh, he retired. 16?
4: He left in '92, right, and, then, and came, then came back in 2004. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought, and then came. didn't have a lot of success. When you know, he came, when he back. came back. Yeah, yeah. that was so, the bad part. Had two winning seasons
0: in two in four years. So, all right, uh, Lou in Texas, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Lou?
7: Hey, guys. That is better than Mad Dog Radio. You're my number one radio <laughs> show. Now. I'm sorry. We got to do that more, more often, Rob. Rob. <laughs> he knocked you out. It was just Ali, Sonny, listen. He knocked you out in eighth round. Chris won that one. No, Chris <laughs> but you guys, right that. this is the best radio show on freaking radio now. I got you number one.
0: Thank well, you. Well, well, man. Well, all, all Thank I'm going to say is, if you're not passionate about it, why are you doing it? Uh, right. Okay, That's really... <laughs> No, seriously, like a lot of guys, they come in and they mail it in. They they do mail Absolutely. in their four hours. We disagreed on it and we got hot and it happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's good because, uh,
4: and having known each other for what, 30, 31 years. Right. Our relationship can withstand it. So it's all good up here on the I couple. There right.
0: will be no two month hiatus. We'll right. still be working <laughs> hey, tomorrow. I'm, no comment. No comment. <laughs> oh, you better, right. oh, you got you got no. Rep- I'll be here. You I'm got, just saying. Rep- I'm not you touching you. You got a reprimanded. You better be quiet. No, they tell I'm you to not be quiet. I'm just saying. No,
4: no, no. I'm All just right. saying. I'm okay. leaving it alone. Right. All right. It is the odd couple, Chris and Rob. Uh, Damian Lillard. We haven't talked about him yet. That's Good. unusual this week. But um, he only wants to play with Miami, and his folks are letting people in the NBA know that. We'll get to that next. But first,
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: All right. Thank you, Kevin Wired. It is the iCouple, Chris and Rob, live from the TireRack.com studios. At the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned is doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Rob, we've talked ad nauseum about Damian Lillard only wanting to play for the Miami Heat, and now word comes out that his agent, Aaron Goodwin, and Aaron admitted it, um, is that he is calling teams and telling them that Damian only – like opposing teams that might try to trade for Damian just – he, I don't think he named the teams, but you can guess a Boston, a Utah, a Philadelphia. You know, some of these teams, the Clippers maybe, that are rumored to maybe go after Damian Lillard, uh, maybe Minnesota. But he's calling teams and telling them Damian Lillard only wants to play for Miami and that if you trade for him, you will be trading for an unhappy player. Now, he does have four years left on his deal. But that is the story, um, Rob. Your thoughts?
0: I mean, they could do whatever they want to try to scare anybody from getting him or whatever. I, I just think it's totally unprofessional. I mean, it, it's it's a turnoff to be honest. Uh, that a player wants out, that's fine, that's his right if he wants to be traded. But to hold an organization hostage in a fan base and tell them they got to accept whatever it is to make him happy. Talking about an unhappy player who's Chris, how much money's left on his deal? He's made over four hundred, Over four hundred million dollars in his career that the Portland Trailblazers have paid him and he's gonna be unhappy with two hundred million dollars playing in uh Brooklyn or playing somewhere else rather than Miami. I, I just I, I can't take it. I don't know. I don't know why anybody and, and not only that, why would anybody wanna like Damian Lillard used to be a guy that people rooted for, liked a lot. Yeah, He wanted to do it his own way, and, and people gave him a lot of credit. But uh, it would be hard for me, and I'm not a fan, but as a fan of basketball and a fan to hear these antics and hear this stuff, it would be hard for me to want to be a fan or to want to see him win. Like, I, I, it would be hard for me.
4: Yeah, look, I, I think, like you said, it's fine for him to want to go to Miami. <clears throat> but what Damian is doing, and the agent Aaron Goodwin is just doing what his job, Marcy right, orders. with his client, right, clients asking him to do. But Damien is looking out for his best interest, at least in his view, right? I want to play in Miami. That's the city that would make me happy. I want to play with a good friend of mine, uh, Bam out of Bayou. I want to play where I have a chance to win a championship. That's how Dame is looking at it and saying, so that's where I want to go. Here's the challenge, though, for him. You're almost, by you doing that, you're almost challenging the Blazers to do the same thing, which is say, well, we're going to do what's best for us. We're going to put our business interests first. And now, according to reports, that's actually what they're doing. And so by Dame playing hardball and saying it's Miami or bust, what if they decide to play hardball too? And, Rob, I, I'm you and I are in lockstep on saying that their first job is to do what's best for the organization.
0: Not, not but Damian I am, Lillard.
4: Right. But I will say, I can understand a franchise sitting down with a player and coming to some sort of understanding and compromise where he's like, look, I want to go where I, I have a chance to win a championship. Let's just throw out Utah. Utah doesn't – We, you know, we'll be basically – Close to where we are in Portland, maybe a little better. I don't want to go there. And I can see them be like, we get that. Because if you wanna don't want to contend, you could just stay here. But there are a host of contenders outside of Miami that we could trade you to. So we gotta you we gotta go both ways. Because we can send you to Utah. I mean, if they want you. We can send you to a Minnesota. They could send him to any number of teams that might try to bid for it. So I just think that both sides, in this case Dame, really, have to be willing to compromise with one another and come to an understanding. If you want to just be like, I'm hardcore, this is where I'm going, then beware because, Rob, they might do the same thing. I think there's a sentiment there of, look, we get it. We're not going to send him somewhere he doesn't absolutely want to go or really doesn't have a chance to win. But if you keep playing hardball with them, they might change
0: their attitude. I, I, I just think it's 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 lunacy for you to just give in when you've given this guy all this money and sign these deals and at, when he's ready to go and then he's going to try to dictate and then bloody the water and kill our leverage. Like we have no leverage because there's only one destination. I just think that that – I would say, dude, we can do this, but I don't want to hear any teams. If I was a general manager, I better not hear from your people. I better not hear that there's only one team you're interested in. You know, we'll we'll try to work it, but we need uh, leverage. We can't allow you to, to paint us in a corner right. where we have no option. And that's the problem. And I think that's where what he's doing is wrong, and that's where people can turn on a guy who was very likable – and be like, really? Like, like there's there going to Philadelphia or going to a team like that? that that's, well, that's out of the, the question. Thing. I mean, there's other teams.
4: Like, right. To act like going to Philadelphia would be horrible. I mean, and again, it look, Dame can want what he wants. That's certainly his right. He played his college ball in Utah. He's a kid from Oakland. You think he really wanted to do that? But no, he went there and did it. He was drafted by the Portland Trailblazers. Portland is a much different city than Oakland. But he loves it. I, I bet Portland wouldn't have been his first choice. You know, and so, and and Rob, it just it's the it's it's a job. And you have to understand that. And it's interesting because before, I mean, the whole thing has been he. Has so much love for the franchise and the city and the fans. And now it's like nobody blames him for wanting out. Nobody even, I don't think, blames him for wanting to play for a champion. But now by saying I only want to go to Miami, it's almost like you're you're now turning against the franchise, right? right? It's could- not just I want to go somewhere, it's best for both of us. It's like saying, nah. I want to go here and screw what it means and, for y'all. And I don't
0: care what it means for you or what you have to take or whatever. Yep. Like, like even the idea of going to Miami and maybe them getting Bam. Like, you know, I'm saying, like, that's out the window because he doesn't want to go if if if, if, that's, Bam's, not there. if Bam's not there. So it, it just puts them in a bad spot. And, and I feel bad that the Blazers, you know, and I don't know. I mean, I shouldn't feel bad because they haven't given in yet. Uh, and maybe they won't maybe they'll just say you asked for a trade uh we're going to give you a trade but we we can't handcuff our organization and put us in a in a trick bag for the next 10 years right how, how are we going to do that Now and sell
4: will, tickets okay oh, I will say this the Miami trade I I don't think is as bad as a lot of people are putting it out now i' so selling the blazers they they want what they want Tyler Hero is okay. He's a good player. He's not garbage. He's a 20-point scorer. He could come off the bench for you if you want or, or start him if you want, bring Anthony Simons off the bench, whatever you want to do. But I, I'm wondering about this kid, Rob, Nikola Jovic, who's Serbian, plays for the Heat. And I, I'm not even basing this on Summer League, although he's been dominating in his, his two games. He's got 21 and a half points a game. But he's shooting 52-55-80, right? 80% from the line, 55% from three, 52% from the field total. But I was talk, I'm was i basing this on talking to some people today around the league about this kid because I'm wondering how good he could be. Just turned 20 last month. And I've been told the Heat front office loves him. Absolutely loves him. They're willing to give him up for Dame. But he's 6'10", they love his size, they love his shooting ability, and they love his basketball IQ. And so what I would say to Portland is make do your homework. Because, Rob, we've seen it. If this kid is special, potentially, he's 6'10", you look at the way they're built. They got Shaden Sharp 6'5", or 6'6", uh, Anthony Simon 6'3", and and Scoot Henderson's about 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, so they need some bigs, some size. And so I'm just saying to them, do your homework. If this kid, if you don't like him, you don't think he's all that, that's one thing. But maybe he is, so just do your homework. All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob. And uh, interesting situation with Victor Wimbayama and Britney Spears. We'll get into that next. It's Chris and Rob, The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no
1: distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table.
6: Hey, where are you? Coming!
1: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing!
4: All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the TiredWrite.com studios. At the end of your first year, no, let me go here. Instead, the fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring subs are just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring, when the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. We're going to go ahead in a different direction Eli De La Cruz, the sensational young player for the Cincinnati Reds, uh, last night in their game against the Nationals, early in the game, he he has his apparatus on the bottom of his bat that used to hold a sensor in it in the minors, but in the majors you can't do it. But he keeps the apparatus on there. It doesn't have a sensor in it because, again, that's illegal. But he does keep like the – it's like a casing or something that's legal. And uh, he's obviously been tearing up the major leagues. So last night against the Washington Nationals, their manager Dave Martinez had uh, De La Cruz's back checked. And initially they took the apparatus off, Rob, and then they allowed him to put it back on because they realized there's nothing wrong with it. And he hits a 450-foot blast home run and then kind of, Points to the apparatus as he and the umpire. I don't know if he looked at Martinez and the Nationals bench or not, but kind of pointed to the apparatus and the umpire, like, "Hey, you want to check this?" It was he was uh, giving Martinez the business. Here's what Martinez said about it. Here's what Martinez said about it.
0: Obviously, he said it quietly.
7: I don't like his antics, you know, after he hit the home run. We could do without that. He's only got two weeks in big leagues, but, you know, he's, he's going to be a good player. I,
0: I, first of all, I know Dave Martinez. I covered him when he was played for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, he won a championship with the Nationals. He's a great baseball guy, and he's not a stuffed shirt, Chris, whatsoever. I'm just talking about personal experience. Right. But he's right. The kid has been, and what Dave is saying, you know, you talk about it all the time. You gotta put in time in the game, and he said he's been in the big leagues two weeks. Like, just pump the brakes not on. Not quite that. Man. No, it's been about a month. But Chris, <laughs> about four weeks. Right, but I'm just saying he's what he's saying is, dude, respect the game a little bit. You just got really? here. Yeah, you just got here. I'm not against him having energy or enthusiasm. I love all that, but don't act like you mastered the major leagues in your first. Uh, uh, week in the big leagues and you're the end all be all. There's been a lot of guys who have started great, Chris, uh, and and never panned out or things went south or whatever it is. All I'm saying is I think what Dave says is is out of um goodness, not in a bad place. Like like I, I, you know I what I mean? It, like I don't think he's a I don't think he's like saying the kid's a terrible kid and he's trying to make, you know.
4: I think, think it was out of
0: embarrassment. And I don't I don't fault, well here's what I don't fault Martinez
4: for. Challenging the bat. I mean, I think he's That's probably trying to rules. get in the kid's head. Yeah, probably trying to get in his head, right? Uh I got no issues with that. I do have issues with him saying I don't I don't like the antics. How about your antics? What how long ago was it that Martinez was down on his belly crawling at home plate complaining to the umpire before he was ejected? He got antics too, and I know he's got a World Series ring. Okay, I'll but just since go that World—oh no! Since that World Series, he's been horrific, and so is his team. They're way below five hundred. Last year they won thirty-four percent of his games. The year before that, forty percent, forty-three percent. The year before, I'm just saying he was embarrassed that the kids showed him up. Don't act like he's doing something crazy, and he didn't like. Dance around the bases. You challenged him, and then he he got the last word because he did hit a home run. Accept it. It's gamesmanship. Don't give me this when when you you got antics too, Dave Martinez. That's all I'm saying.
0: He has a right to have antics. He's won a World so Series. So does De La Cruz. De La Cruz he's, is has got a cup of coffee in the sweet so roll in the big leagues. That's so all he's what? had. Martinez calm, ain't calm done down. jack in the last four years. Yeah, that's fine. Jack. They just tra- they traded. How
4: long is that World Series going to carry him?
0: It's going to carry you at least. Because they've been a joke since then. They got Andy Reid another job. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Andy's (laughs) done well with it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
4: No, I mean, I got no problem with with De La Cruz. I like that. I think that's good for baseball. And I don't think Dave should take it so personally. But he was embarrassed because he got shown up. Get him next time, Dave. Keep it locked,
2: Odd Couple.